0: Hi there guys. This is Captured by Sound. I'm your host Alyssa. Just an audio girl ready to talk about everything. Dating, work, hobbies, passions. Let's go where it leads. Life stories, all of it. These episodes I'm making are not for anyone to feel sorry for me or anything like that. These episodes are me being open and honest and I feel like the world needs more of that to know that we're not alone in our journeys. People can relate to what I have to say, people can relate to what you have to say. Make your voice heard. We just have to open our mouths and say it. So guys, here's our new episode. Let's go. The question mark has been answered. I actually received a very long wordy text after I just finished. Like I was on the computer finish editing the last episode. I got this massive text that was unnecessary and could have been like, Hey, there's not a spark here. That's it. Instead, he chose to compliment me and then tear me down as a human and thinks that he was nice about it. I only know that because of course my best friend sees my stuff and she was like, can I say words? Can I say words very nicely? And she was very eloquent and said what she needed to say because this fool decided to send me this massive text that tore me down and belittled me and then block me. So I couldn't say anything I have to say. And like, for those of you guys who know me, like, I've let you guys read the text. Your guys' response was, my blood is boiling for you. Because it was just filled with a lot of nonsense and things that are not me. And it just kind of made me realize, like, this person didn't even see me for eight months. This person is a narcissist. <laughs> and it's just, I good riddance. Good riddance. I made it known. I cock blocked him. I blocked him on all my social media. I blocked him on the phone. Maybe one day he'll hear this. Maybe he will um, grow as a human. Unlikely. It definitely lit a spark under my ass and said, I'm going to fucking do what I want to do. And it's, um, I'm done with you. So (laughs) my friend Dylan laughs at it and says that I've gone beast mode because I've literally, am like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to do me and just ran with it. 24 hours. I did a lot. I accomplished a lot in 24 hours after receiving that really nasty text. And I'm not filled with anger and rage anymore. Um, Things happen for a reason. And it's definitely making me shift my mindset and reset as a person. So I'm looking at this moment as a solo journey for me. Yeah, so I'm (laughs) solo. (laughs) Solo. I'm refusing to say single. So yeah, I'm just soloing it out. And I realized that it's so much better to be detached from someone who held me on a question mark for eight fucking months. (laughs) I don't want to be a fucking question mark anymore. Like, Either you feel the spark or you don't. Just fucking say it. And I'm so sick of these people claiming to be such nice guys where they cannot get the balls to say they don't feel a spark. You're going to lead me on for six months, lead me on for eight months. If there's not a spark there, it's not just going to magically appear one day. You should know after like a month if you're like, like that girl, I'm going to date the shit out of her. <sighs> Yes, so it's good to be very aware that this is where I need to be right now in life. I feel really good about it. I feel really confident about it. I definitely am back in that take life by the balls (laughs) mentality. Because you know what? If I wanted to ask that really cute guy who comes into my work all the time for a drink, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I did it. Um, That went well. If I want to travel and see friends and family, I'm going to go do that. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just really taking this time to do things I want to do to lead my life and to have me be the center and the main character in it. For all these years of me dating and pursuing someone, it's been about what they want and not about what I want. And I'm just, I'm done with it. And, I mean, I attract those people because I've got issues. I mean, like I have daddy issues, surprise. Like, um, I'm very aware of it. I very much know where all my stuff stems from. And I made aware of it because, you know, like therapy is a wonderful thing. I think more people should do it. More people should talk about their feelings and understand themselves. Because the more we understand ourselves, the better we have chances at making real honest connections with people. Because in the end, we all want to be loved for exactly who we are. And if we're not going to, like, show who we are right off the bat, like, it's a waste of time. (laughs) Like, it's a total waste of time. And I'm done wasting my time. I'm done wasting other people's times. And I'm not saying, like, unload all your baggage and just throw it at them and, you know, be a little bit too much. Um, I'm just saying know yourself. (laughs) Know yourself. Know your self-worth. Know what makes you tick and know why you do the things you do. With knowing your reasons and everything, it just, it makes everything so much more clearer. And I think that knowing their reasons for stuff will help you understand them and will help you make the decision if it's the right move for you in life to be with that person. It's really focusing on if it's right for the both of you. And if you have all the cards on the table, it's a better chance knowing... (laughs) We gotta stop being afraid to speak up. We gotta stop being afraid to ask those tough questions in fear of rejection. It's either going to give you the rejection and rip off the band aid right away, or it's gonna be something great. So we gotta stop just overthinking everything, which is a lot easier said than done. But if we like stop overthinking and just hit it head on, there's so much more clarity and that overthinking stops. So, Instead of letting your mind go down a rabbit hole of what-if scenarios and fear, open your mouth. Open your mouth and ask the tough questions. Hey, what is going on here? And if they're sidestepping, like, that's a red flag. That is definitely a red flag. If they're sidestepping, you asking them directly what this is, you don't need to waste any more of your time. Currently, I am not looking. I'm not looking. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying people's company and enjoying learning more about them, but I am not out here on a day nap trying to find a relationship. I'm just kind of wanting to just let things happen naturally. I need to be a little focused on myself, and if someone comes along on this path and wants to walk beside me in my independence, that's great, but I'm not like all hopes and dreams and rose-colored glasses right now I'm just trying to be realistic of where I am right now in my life and knowing myself and and um, it's interesting that we will get things we need in the very moment and it's words of encouragement or even like listening to a podcast and realizing other people are going through exactly the same thing it's kind of really trippy I've known this for many years and it's just been like living in my my brain recently more so, is that we accept the love that is most familiar to us. This is why we tend to go for certain people, certain personalities, certain attractions, and it has a lot to do with our childhood. And when I'm saying that I know who I am and I know what makes me tick and everything like that, I'm going to share it. I tend... To always go for emotionally unavailable people. People who don't know how to communicate, people who give just the bare minimum. Like I said earlier, surprise I got daddy issues. And I know that. My ways that I am set right now that I'm undoing and unburdening and it makes me wanna know love differently. And all all this stuff has nothing to do with my mother. She is a wonderful person, has always made me feel loved and heard and seen. Next to Mariella, my mother is my biggest cheerleader. So all of this has to do with my dad. My dad, on the other hand, from my mom, stopped knowing how to show interest in us when we became teenagers. He was great as we were kids, and he always was like the big giant kid, but once we started forming into little humans, he didn't know how to actually connect with us anymore. Those years really molded me. I know it's like super personal, but if I'm sharing this, someone else is going to look at their life and actually understand themselves more. It's my whole goal right now is to make other people feel heard and loved and know that they're not alone and that whatever you see on social media, like it's all a show and it's only what people want to put out there and here I want to be transparent and real and honest and open so that people can be more honest in their real world and their real life that they can understand themselves and grow as well as like how I'm growing so my dad never knew how to make connections with us he made other like family friends kids feel really heard and seen um but like now I know like that was all surface level because with us, he had to get real and he didn't know how to because he was always like that big giant kid playing with us all the time. And then when we stopped thinking that his jokes were funny, like he stopped knowing how to talk to us. And I know that he's his way because of his childhood trauma and how his parents were. But I also know from my mother is that you need to break the cycle. If you want more for your kids, you have to be the person to make more. And I'm not talking materialistic things, but if you want to have that deep bond relationship, the openness, you got to be that person first. Um, So my mom has always been open and all of our friends feel free to, like, talk with her, and it's, it's just hilarious how she's like, I don't know why your friends are sharing so much with me. Even, like, my ex, like, shared so much with my mom, and my mom's like, did you know? And I was like, no. Like, my mom created that because she wanted something different than what she grew up with, but my dad didn't know how to do that or feel comfortable enough with taking my mom's lead. So in the teenage years, my dad would drink more than occasionally. In 2009, his esophagus ripped severely. Um, He had a 10% chance of living, and he lived. But the doctors told him that he can't be drinking anymore. And so for six months, he was stone-cold sober. And then the doctors gave him clearance to have a beer once in a while. He then proceeded to hide it, and then hiding it just was a snowball effect, and he became a full blown alcoholic. So I've been dealing with drinking alcoholic can't function person for the past twelve years. (laughs) For the past twelve years, it's taken a toll on me. I'm very aware that in my DNA I could easily slip into an addict. And so I limit myself with drinking. Like I don't want to use alcohol to numb anything that I'm feeling. I'm I'm fine having a drink once in a while. I'm fine like and everything like that. I'm totally fine. I'm not going to use it as a crutch and cuz I've seen it used as a crutch. Like I've seen it used as like oh I'm disappointed about X, Y, and Z, I'm just going to drink. Or, oh, now I feel shame about having a drink. I'm just going to drink more until I don't feel anything. And that's uh, it, that's a whole thing in itself. But I've not had a dad for for 12 years because he's chose alcohol over his family. And having a, a parent who's an addict, you definitely don't feel good enough And you definitely tend to go towards people who don't know how to communicate and don't know how to express their feelings and talk and connect because my dad is an alcoholic and he's a very selfish person because he chose alcohol over it. And he'll like, he'll be sober for like a year in a rehab. He would walk out and be like, yeah, I did such a good job. I deserve to celebrate and have a drink because I did such a good job this whole time. This is why I'm like, everyone needs therapy to know themselves and understand why we are the way we are. Like, so it's, it's it was interesting when he said that because I was like, so you drank because you're celebrating being sober for a year and now you're ready. You're it was just a whole thing. It just doesn't make sense to me, and that's why I'm like, he needs to go. He needs to go canceling, figure out why his brain says that and move forward. I hope one day he finds his reason why he wants to numb everything and finds his reason why he wants to spoil a good moment by, by spoiling a good moment. I'm, I'm saying like every accomplishment that I've had has been overshadowed by my dad's alcoholism. So I don't expect anything when I take big steps in life. Like, I was okay with my graduation. And of course, like, my dad drunkly called and ruined stuff. But I was okay with my toxic ex acting like it was such a fucking inconvenience for him to come to my graduation from college with a bachelor's degree. That's right, guys. I have a bachelor's degree in this stuff. But my toxic ex acted like it was such a huge burden, and how dare I graduate? like, oh, I'd just rather be somewhere else like and I bought him a drink to like relax at my graduation. It was fucking ridiculous, and i like I graduated in like a September, and then uh, by october we we broke up, but that was after two years, or him not showing interest in when I accomplished something, and I was okay with that because, you know my dad's patterns of hey you graduated from beauty college and you passed your state board and you're the youngest person in california to have their license i'm fucking drunk look at me like that's that was what i grew up with and that's what i've been dealing with for my life and that shows how i've been conditioned to accept less than love that i accepted love that i've been shown by my dad. Being overshadowed for big life goals. I've accepted for not having someone actually show interest in me or want to get to know me, but just accept that I'm there. And be like, oh my god, my daughter, look at her. I'm sorry, you're telling that to a stranger. You're not even telling me that you're proud of me, but you're telling a stranger that you're proud of me. Like, that's That's the thing, is I accepted it. And sitting here and saying that, I'm like, oh my god, I accepted I'm gonna say the same. I accepted Dan to tell me that his neighbor complimented me on a day where I felt like I was not at my best. That his neighbor was blown away from me, and he was like, "Yeah, I was telling the, like the neighbor like he came up to me and com- was complimenting me for being with you," and I was like, "Okay, well that's really nice, but that's not you complimenting me." But I accepted it'd be like, "Oh, well that's great that your neighbor thinks that I'm, I'm better than you." <laughs> like. Like, oh, okay. Like, you told me, like, about someone else complimenting me, not you. Like, I I didn't get that. And, like, I accepted it because that's what I have been conditioned with my dad with. And it's just, it's, I'm fucking over it. I mean, me and... Yes, okay, and if you guys have not realized, like I dated a Daniel and a Dan, and I'm just done with Daniels, <laughs> I'm just done with Daniels and Dan's. like that name is cursed, it's going away, I'm not gonna have it anymore. There shall only be one Dan in my life, and it's a very charming British man, and that's the only Dan. That is mariola's Dan, and that's the one. One chosen Dan, no more. One ring to rule them all, that's it. I can't keep accepting less than what I deserve. And over the past month, two months, two months, I have had really good men in my life speak over this word. They simply said, know your worth. Know your worth. Know that you are enough and know your worth. And I I felt like I, I knew my worth, but... Me letting other people take the lead for me, I lost it. Like my my whole worth was in what they thought of me, and I'm I'm done. I'm done with it. It's just, it makes my insecurities just flare up, and I'm so sick of it. I need to surround myself with people who are going to make me joy and happiness, who are going to uplift me and show me. Adventure and growth and have tough conversations and have open conversations and be honest with their feelings. I've been so conditioned to go for the complete opposite of what I'm worth and what I need and what I deserve. And that makes me kind of scared to go for a good thing because I don't know what a good thing is. So it makes me terrified and scared to go for someone who's so open and honest, but I'm, I'm trying to break that. And I'm deserving of this unconditional acceptance and love that I crave. And I, right now, I need to unconditionally love myself and focus on myself and not have my future plans on hold to see what other people are doing or if other people are including me in, my, in their future plans. And I came across this other day that our love language that we have right now is what we lacked most as a child. And of course, like mine is words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch. And those are all things that I lacked from my father growing up. I'm not gonna go out there and settle for not having my love language met anymore. Because if I'm settling for what I. If I'm settling for the love that I know and is familiar, my whole love language starves and it's been starving for years and years. So, no more. And that's enough for my feelings for one day. There are not always going to be so many feelings on my podcast like this. I'm just really wanting you guys to know who I am at the core before I start branching off into other things right now. So this is what I'm going through right now. These are the things I'm reflecting on. These are things I'm dealing with. And I enjoy sharing them with you guys. And I appreciate the love and support that I'm getting from everyone. So until next time, guys, bye. Bye.